Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, met fellow adventurers, time to redo the Giants of Galatop, but do it right this time. Anyway, you've heard most of it before, so I'll just pause until we get to something something new. Okay, I'm at the bottom of the hill, can choose my direction, Just use woodmanship, same as before for 4xp, go north side of the hill. The trek up the wandering, overgrown road that climbs the north side of Galatop proceeds with little difficulty. At every step, you find signs indicate the three giants you heard tell about in Wildbrae have indeed made this climb. You're nearly three quarters of the way to the summit, and what you believe will ultimately be a confrontation of some sort with the Tree of Giants. When you come upon something that causes you to freeze in your tracks, just to the right of the road, resting face down in the tall grass, are the gruesome, bloodied remains of a young man. A closer examination of the nearly flattened corpse turns up no sign of a weapon or any other items. As you stand at the edge of the path, staring down at the grim sight, you become convinced you've found the remains of Wandelir, the young man whose brazen mission to confront the giants appears to have ended in the worst possible way. After stooping down next to the corpse and offering a small prayer on behalf of the deceased young man, you once again resume your trek towards the summit of Galatop, now even more determined than ever to see this mission through to the end. As the stony top summit of Galatop looms into view ahead, you suddenly become aware of the pungent, though not unpleasant odour 
of wood smoke drifting through the air. Only moments later, later you spot a thin, thick column of dense grey smoke rising into the sky from behind a tall mound of rock, not far from the towering oak, the very tree that long lent its might to the task that earned this peak its grim moniker. Okay, now it's back to back. Now it's this is stuff we've done before. Just continue on. Till we get to Draymark ruining everything. Okay, time to stop Draymark from shooting the bear and ruining everything. Realizing that allowing Draymark to kill the bear would prove disastrous, you leap into action, hoping you will be able to act in time. So I can call out to Draymark. I tried that last time, it didn't work. I've used fortification, telekinesis, elementalism or archery. I'll give fortification a go. Succeeded. 16 XP to fortification. You channel your power of fortification and project it to, put, to create a shimmering barrier of silver sparkles directly over the sleeping bear. Draymark gasps in astonishment as the magical field materialises before dropping his bow and stumbling backwards out of sight. Your swift action has saved the bear's life. While Sogtok and Morphol rush the edge of the hollow in circle Draymark, shaking the earth by the virtue of their thunderous footfalls, Baba's arm moves to the side of Chenowek and stoops down next to the sleeping bear. You, real, you suddenly realise that while you have saved the life of the giant's beloved companion, you aren't entirely certain they won't turn their anger on you. With that sobering thought foremost in your mind, the three giants currently on the far side of the encampment camp, quickly arrive at your decision. I'll remain where I am. If I run away, I'll just look suspicious. There was apparently no sign of Draymark to be had, and after less than a minute, Shostok and Morfol make their way back over to you, closely followed by Bizwab, who has left the bear resting peacefully on the far side of the hollow. Apprehension builds as the towering fur-clad humanoids approach. Rosal's first words as he draws up before you are in solemn praise to you for having saved Chakrak's life. Thank you, friend! Bezorup tells you that he and his brothers will now depart and head back into the mountains where they will care for Chenowak as best they can. We thank you again, friend. We thank you again, friend, he says as he and his kin prepare to abandon their camp and embark on the long journey back to their lair high in the mountains to the west. As you watch the giants break camp, you wonder if your own powers of restoration will be sufficient to attempt to reverse the course of the deadly sickness that is slowly claiming the massive bear. Well, I could just say goodbye, but really I have to try attempt to heal Chakarak. With the three giants looking on in silence, you call upon your power of restoration in attempt to rid the massive bear of the wretched ailment that will ultimately deliver the beast into the arms of death. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 35 from restoration. Gotta get 100 or more to save the bear. 66. 
failure. Ridding the great bear of disease that slowly, over the course of a brutal win- winter, laying waste to its vitality and spirit, proves no simple task. In the end, after a long and arduous struggle, you are unable to cure what ails the creature. The three giants thank you for their effort. We shall now head. We shall now head for home, said Bilzwab. Jarek yet has strength. It may prove to be enough. Thank you, friend. Well, I'm not taking that ending. I'm going to heal this bear. So, critting without saving. And, well, doing it again. I'm going to pause until I can try to heal the bear. Well, let's try and stop Draymark in another way first. Elementalism. Succeeded. 8 XP to Elementalism. You channel your power of Elementalism. And watch with satisfaction as a fierce gust of wind swirls up from the floor of the hollow and slams into the unsuspecting woodsman, sending him toppling backwards out of sight. Your swift action has saved the bear's life. Alright, and back to doing the check again. Healing check, bonus 35. Got it, 100. Well, 86 failure. Well, that's no good. Okay, stopping Draymuck again, this time archery. She successfully used it. 8 XP to archery. You'll draw your bow and notch an arrow, taking careful aim at the woodsman. A soft whistle echoes off the edges of the hollow as your feathered shaft streaks through the air and slams into Draymuck's forearm, causing a startled target to cry out in pain as he drops his bow. And retreats out of sight. Your swift action has saved the bear's life. Right. Third time's a charm for the healing. Success! Yay! 128 experience to restoration. Widding the great bear of the disease that has slowly, over the course of this brutal winter, laid waste to its vitality and spirit proves to be no simple task. In the end, however, your efforts are rewarded. As, as Chanarek regains her feet, her dark eyes flashing in testament to her renewed vigour, and the absence of even the slightest trace of the ailment that nearly sent her to the grave, you are able to conceal your satisfied smile. The three giants are overjoyed, particularly Bilzawab, who bows gratefully before you as Shudrak takes takes hold of the chain that he uses to rein in the massive bear and keep her at bay. We came here to find a healer, says Boozerab, and indeed we have. Thank you, Soap. Just before they depart, Shudrak moves up and drops a worn leather pack on the ground before you. He tells you it belonged to the young man killed by Chetowak, and again he apologises for not having been able to prevent the death. You open the pack and peer into it there, resting in the bottom of the otherwise empty satchel, is a fist-sized smooth grey stone. Three small figures, each with its arms and legs awkwardly posed, are carved into the surface of the stone. A strange sensation comes over you, as you realise you have at last acquired the third dreadstone. Alright, 
Got myself a Dreadstone, all three of them now, and 128 experience to general. You make your way down off the hill in the company of the three giants and their massive bear companion. The foot of Galatop, you part ways, and watch as the giants and Channelwick make their way south and west, headed towards the foothills out of Vodorans. When the thud of their heavy footfalls fades and their towering figures are at last out of sight, you prepare to set off along the road to Wadbra, eager to reach the village and report on the success of your mission. Off quite so soon? The voice from behind you is low. Off quite so soon? The voice behind you is low and almost entirely devoid of inflection. You turn around and look immediately confronted by the sinister, angry glare of Draymark. Who's a bit of a douche? Standing only only ten yards from you, the stout, brown-bearded woodsman nurses the arm wounded by your arrow and glares at you. Give me the stone, he grumbles, his emotionless tone quickly changing into one of impassioned anger. You know nothing of it! Give it here, and you can be about your business safe and sound. Draymark holds out his white hand expectantly, wincing as the motion aggravates the tear caused by your arrow. You suddenly feel enraged, and the strong desire to kill Draymark to protect your newly acquired dreadstone quickly builds. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 30. 20 from mind, 10 Ten from mine, twenty from spirit, gotta get a hundred or more, or he dies. Draymark dies. Sixty-one, failure. Unable to control the wave exploding through your mind, you leap forward, snarling viciously as you attempt to slay the man, attempting to relieve you of your prized stone. Draymark draws his axe and steps forward to engage you in a fight to the death. Draymark, and this is to the death. He hacks at you with his axe, and I cannot run away because I'm pursued because I am consumed by murderous rage. Hmm. hmm you know what? Hmm. The thing is, passing both checks is really difficult. So if I uh, so chances are you're only going to get one. Hmm. So, and I'll choose the bear over this guy. Yeah, you have to keep redoing it over and over and over again to save both. Because that is the price that the, the Dreadstone enacts upon those who have it and those who want it. Alright, and slain. 21 XP. You stare down bloody corpse of Draymark lie at your feet and give in to the sudden and inexplicable urge to smile. No longer will the unscrupulous woodsman covet your dreadstone. Your senses become awash with, with confusing guilt and fear. Resolve to get away from Galatop Hill as quickly as possible and vow to never return. After hiding his body in some nearby brush and making certain your three dreadstones are safely tucked away, you immediately set off to the south, following the road that will lead you back to Wildebois. 
He returned to Wardbois, his brief and largely uneventful. Angjabar seems genuinely saddened to learn of Wang Deer's passing, and tells you he will personally bear the news to his family. Angjabar listens as you relate to him the full details of your encounter with the giants, seeing fit to leave out the parts concerning Draymok. And he seems particularly taken with the bits regarding Chenowick, the massive brown bear you found in their keeping. Never thought I'd hear a heartwarming tale like that about mountain giants, he says, after learning about how you healed the ailing bear. Don't think I'll soon forget it. The elder thanks you repeatedly for the great service you've done on behalf of the village and the entire region and ask you to stay for a grand supper to be held in your honour. With no desire to linger in wild boy any longer than necessary, you politely refuse the offer, telling the elder you will one day return to see that he makes good in it. He laughs and tells you you're welcome at any time. You make an inquiry with Algebra regarding the woodsman's remark, but he tells you he's never heard of such a person. You nod and thank him for the reply. Yes, I guess no, that no one will ever know that I killed a guy. But that guy tried to kill a bear first, so it, it, it's, it's fair. It's utterly fair. And, and the Dreadstone made me do it. Before you leave the Wayfair house, you quickly check over your equipment, paying particular attention to the three Dreadstones placed in amongst your other belongings. For just a moment, your gaze is transfixed by the trio of smooth grey rocks, and you suddenly feel vulnerable, as if your every move is being closely watched by unseen eyes. You hurriedly tuck away the stones, and, and bid Agbrigar and the innkeeper Wutherall farewell. The two men follow you out of the inn and watch as you depart, heading north along the road that will take you out past Wadwar, and past the grim spectre of Galatop Hill. As the broad village thoroughfare narrows and melds into the foot of a winding woodland lane, you glance back in the direction of the inn. There, still standing outside the doors of the, of the Wayfarer house, are Angbarar and Wutherall, their distant gazes still solidly fixed on you. 1,024 experience to general... 128 to all skills and powers. And that is the end of this adventure. It's not the best option, the best way it could go, but I'll take it. I'll take this one. I'll take it how it goes right now. Alright, going to Sevenhorn to save. Now, so next time... Hmm, do I... Hmm... Should I finish off the Dreadstone Saga? Yeah, actually, I will. Okay. South Troy Glen. The Goblin Claw Inn. Enter the inn. Save here. Well, I can't save here. Just saved. And now I can save. Yep, save. Lots of saving. Take a seat in the common room. Ah, Thrombarak. You sit at a table in front of the fireplace, basking in the flickering glow of its warring blaze, as your eyes wander the common room crowd. An inn-servant moves past and places a frothing flagon of the bitter house ale in front of you, 
compliments of Gritsmill. Inquire about Fineback with Gritsmill. Gritsmill, his face bearing a hurried expression, tells you he hasn't seen that renowned adventure in quite some time. Heard that something bad came his way up near Mugsville, he says. That's plainly not the case, as this will prove. The Mugsby, the the innkeeper reaches into a broad pocket sewn into the front of his filthy apron and produces a furled piece of paper bound with string. I'm sorry to have read it, Zoop, he says, as his face adopts a sheep expression. You see, I thought it was the meat. At least that's what the carrier let on when he handed it to me. Anyway, it's from you. It's for you, from good old Mr. Thornback. Turning away from Gritsmoor, you untie the piece of paper and unfurl it, allowing your eyes to scour the scant, hurried script that crosses his wrinkled sheet. I wait for you at the twisted gate in Mugsball. Make haste. You tuck the paper into your pocket and return to Gritsmoor. I now have Feinbach's note. This note was handed to you by Gritsmoor, the innkeeper of Goblin Claw Inn. He told you it was delivered by a courier, and he read it, after believing, mistaking believing it, it was for him. A hurried script crosses the wrinkled sheep and reads as followed. I wait for you, the twisted gate in Mixball. Make haste. Sounds rather important, says Quitzball, noting the brief passing look of concern that crosses your fate. M- Mr. Feinbrax, not one who's prone to such ways. Mysterious notes and all of that. I'd be on my Migsbrill at once if I were standing in your spot. With a little appreciation for Gridsmill's unnecessary advice, you maintain a friendly tone as you thank the innkeeper for delivering the note and for his suggested course of action. Not at all, Soup, he says. Luck to, luck to you on the road, of course. Suddenly, become aware of a figure lurking just off to the left and turn to find the innkeeper's son, Gridmar. Watching you closely, his leering gaze lingers on you for several moments before he quickly averts his eyes and moves off across the common room. As you turn to make your way out of the inn, you spot four men seated at a table not far from the door. The eyes of each man are firmly fixed on you. Zoop, says Gritsmore, as he casts his hand on, places his hand on his shoulder or behind, nearly causing you to leap out of your skin. Are you certain you wouldn't rather spend the night? It's a bit late to be on the road to Migsport, or anywhere else for that matter. Have a room fixed up for you, if you like. With your heart pounding, you turn and behold the tall, thin, balding man. Behind those friendly gates, you suddenly detect a waging fire. A secret of dark, hint of a dark, long-buried secret now rising to the surface. You are overcome with the unshakable notion that to spend a no- the night in the Goblin Court would only find violence and murder visited upon you. Mm, I assume this is the effect of the dreadstone making me all paranoid and crazy. Soup, are you feeling well? Quizmo's face leans closer to your own. And you no longer see any of the sinister characteristics you noted only a moment ago. Can I wav have a womb? Fixed up for you, breathless, and with beads of sweat breaking out of your brow, you manage to politely decline the innkeeper's offer as you turn and make for the door. Only when he reaches the door, you glance black at Grismore, only to find he's no, no longer in sight. You quickly turn to your left in the direction of the four men those gazes unnerved you, 
but your eyes fall upon an empty table after exhaling sharply sharply in an attempt, attempt to soothe your jangled nerves you promptly exit the inn alright let's get our way to Mixville there we are Mixville we're back in Mixville and save and here's the adventure a meeting in the twisted gate all eyes are upon you as you step through the age-worn slab of timber that separates the interior of the mysterious a-house from the bustling street outside all right embark on this adventure and so it begins you have no trouble finding the twisted gate. It turns out that it's the name of an alehouse, not far from the piers at the northern end of one of the Witherport's wider lanes. All eyes are upon you as you step through the age-worn slab of timber that separates the interior of the notorious alehouse from the bustling street outside. The moment you pass over the fresh house, however, the clustered patrons turn back to their own private and not so private affairs, and become just another face in the noisy crowd that frangs one of Migsville's more disreputable establishments. You make your way towards the back of the house, keeping your eyes peeled for any sign of fine brack. Those rather cryptic notes seems to have led you from one den of gob squalor, the goblin claw, to another, as you edge past the leaning table, a soft female voice suddenly whispers in your left ear. Keep going. He's in the far corner. You turn to find a golden-haired serving girl standing at your shoulder. She smiles and winks before slipping off through the crowd that fills the centre of the room. In the far back corner of their house, seated alone, with his back to the wall, sits the immense man who once assumed to become a permanent fixture back in the goblin claw. He ticks he ticks up a stained leather hat as you approach and smiles. The long-haired, unshaven adventurer bids you take a seat and promptly calls for ale. As his gaze rises from across the table to meet your own, you immediately note that his face looks drawn and haggard. You've been keeping well, I see, he says, as the same serving girl who directed you to Thornback's table appears and sets down a pair of frothing flagons. Can't say I've been keeping quite so well, Zoop. You're probably wondering why it is I had you had you meet me here. The serving girl leaves, and Thornbuck raises his flagon, saluting you with a friendly nod. He downs the contents in one fell motion, and raises his thick, muscle-laden arm to crudely wipe the remnants of the foam from his face. He sets the vessel down, and laughs. The laugh is not a gesture of duality. It's a hollow, it's hollow, senseless sound rings sinister, almost hinting at madness. The unsettling nature of the laugh immediately places you on your guard. Okay, is that something I'm really detecting? Or is that the dreadstone? This isn't quite the goblin call, says Steinbock as his laughter abruptly ceases and his face agreeacquires a more subdued, almost sleepy look. So are we here? 
To that, my friend, is a simple answer. Frimbark leans forward and opens his mouth as to speak, but no sound emerges. You suddenly feel flushed, and for a moment the entire womb seems to spin as a deep and inexplicable sense of dread begins to take form in your mind. Your eyes widen in horror as Feinbrock's complacent countenance rapidly twists into a look of rage. This time his words wing out loudly, rising above the inn of the crowded room as he addresses you in a deep, angry tone. You've kept them from me! He snarls as his hand slips slips to the slips onto the hilt of his sword. I'll sooner remove your head than pay the pile of a fool. Where are they? Alright, picking a number. Bonus of fifty. Twenty from spirit. Twenty from mine. Twenty from ten from aura. Gotta get a hundred and twenty five or I I'll keep being crazy. Pick now. 78. Failure. You leap to your feet and assume a defensive stance, prepared to engage the bow-chested adventurer, should it come to that. Thornburg leaps to his feet and draws an axe, which he proceeds to brandish with a remarkable level of skill, with a sinister grin spreading slowly across his face. He steps towards you. Is that that precise moment? You notice Thornburg is not even wearing a sword. There is no sign of the weapon you witnessed the ambassador adventurer reach for only seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay, uh, I've managed to snap out of it still. The sense of dread drawing at your mind deepens. Okay, picking a number. Bonus of 50, 20 from spirit, 20 from mind, 10 from aura. Gotta get 120 so I can snap out of this. 92, failure. With your heart pounding and your thoughts overwhelmed by a deepening sense of dread that's taken hold of your mind, you prepare to engage Thrymbach. Your every instinct screams for you to kill the adventurer. The sense of dread deepens as you begin to take control of your mind. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 50. Once again, got to get 115. i got to snap out of this! 144. Success. Despite the strong urge to kill Thyreback and keep him from acquiring the gemstones, you feel you may be able to attempt to subdue him if you choose. This is Thumbrak. Okay. He's crazy tough. Because he is an experienced adventurer and he has a better sword than I do if my thing was a sword and he has better, well, he's just better at this than me, I guess begin combat alright, subdue your enemy Thimeback's face twisted into a sinister sneer as he mercilessly attacks you okay the, oh, the th- thing of dread. Can't, no, can't use that yet. Not got the orange bangs. Okay, wand of dragon fire. Okay, one, four, six. Now, I think I can use telekinesis. Yes. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 32 damage. 
you strike your foe with a te- devastating blast of telekinetic energy. And he was stunned by the attack. Okay, he is subdued. 266 XP. Fine, but collapses to the floor as you land your final blow. He's been sincerely battered, but is still very much alive. I guess that's a win? I mean, when you're dealing with the Dreadstones, if you don't end up killing someone, you've won. Suddenly, just as the angry, frantic shouts of the other alehouse patrons reach your ears, your mind begins to clear. You feel as if your surroundings are starting to change. 32 XP to general. You once again feel flushed, and once more the wound begins to spin. Only moments later, when the disorientating sensation has passed, you find yourself staring across the table at Feinbrock. His eyes wide and his face lined with concerns. Are you feeling well, Zoop? he asks, his voice no longer laced with rage. You tell him you're not certain what has come over you, but you now feel just a bit better. I certainly hope so. I was just I was about to tell you why I'd come all the way to Mugsbrook. An effort I why I had you come all the way to Mugsbrook. An effort I truly appreciate, I'll have you know. Okay, looks like I didn't really beat up Fireback. Which is for the best. It's that precise moment you notice that Fireback is not even wearing a sword. There is no sign of the weapon you witnessed the master adventurer reach for only seconds ago. Oh, you dreadstone, stop messing with my mind. There want to be three of you, so I'm going to just give you away. It's the stone, says back, lowering his voice as he flashes you a concerned look. They're already starting to set their claws into your mind, mind you. I don't even think their power is enough to overcome your, your wheel soup. But there's no need to put such an assessment to any sort of test. Uh, actually, they have overcome my will. Because I killed Draymark. Although it was the Dreadstones and Avenging the Bear. Feinbach's mention of the Dreadstones angers you. And for a moment, the sense of dread that still gnaws at you deepens. You must give them to me, he says, his every voice word eliciting rage and fueling the growing terror now ravaging your minds. I do not want them, Zoop, but I must have them. They will be delivered to someone who can better deal with them. Perhaps even with this world of them forever. Strangely, Freibach's words bring you a small degree of comfort and you feel the sense of dread that clouds your thoughts begin to fade. Slowly, your mind returns to a clear, relaxed state. Thornbuck seems to sense the change that's come over you, and he smiles. He produces a thick piece of grey cloth and spreads it out on the table. Reluctantly, but with your every ounce of will poured into the small endeavour, you withdraw the three dreadstones from amongst your belongings and place them onto the cloth Thornback has spread out. After glancing at the stones for only a moment, he wraps them in the cloth and places them into his pack. <sighs> finally, finally free of those dreadstones. 
profound sense of relief washes over you as the grey cloth bundle disappears from view. There, then it is done, he says, cupping both hands over his face and inhaling deeply. I mustn't linger with them, Zoop. They are more than I might hope to bear, even for just a short while. The person I am taking them to waits nearby. I need to get need to get her. This is why I had you meet in the Mixville. I dared not make the trek from South Trod Glen with the three of them in my care. With that, Thrymback rises from the table, and you stand to meet him in a shoulder cross. I hope to see you again, friend, he says. Look for me back at the Goblin Claw, if you are to pass that way again. I've interests that frequently take me into that region, while I say nothing for his houseman, housekeeping. Old Gritsville knows a thing or two about ale. Suddenly, the master adventurer reaches into a, a bag tied to his belt and produces a somewhat crumpled scrap of pa yellowed paper, which you immediately recognise to be some sort of map. He holds up the map and studies it for a moment before handing it to you. Thyback's map of Fogborough. View. This wrinkled yellow piece of paper is a map that was given to you by the renowned adventurer Thyback. After you gave him the three dreadstones, according to Thyback, this map will lead you to the gates of Wackner's legend legendary labyrinth. Deep in the darkest part of Fogmore Forest. This will show you to the very gates of the legendary labyrinth, the heart of Fogmore, he says. I was given that map quite a while back, and I actually used it to find my way to the gates of that maze, so I can tell you that it indeed exists. Though I don't know much more than that, I'm afraid. Fogmore tells you he never entered the labyrinth, but he suspects you'll soon be hearing all about it. You thank him for the map and are relieved when he finally bids you farewell and departs, taking the dreadstones with him. You linger at the twisted gate only long enough to savour the flagon of ale you've not yet had the chance to enjoy. After only a few minutes, when the tall, the tall vessel has been emptied, you leave the alehouse and step out on the streets of the Bussany Witherport. Standing at the edge of the crowded thoroughfare, with the din of the alehouse at your back, and the bells from the nearby piers toiling away beneath a bright blue afternoon sky, you feel perfectly at ease. Your mind no longer wanders back to the three smooth grey stones, now tucked safely into Thyneback's pack, and long removed from your possession. Still... As you turn and make your way along the street, you can't help but think what will ultimately become of the Dreadstones, or to anyone who suddenly finds their will outmatched by the ancient, malevolent trio. And that finishes this adventure for 1,024 experience to general and 128 experience to all skills and powers. And that is that. The Dreadstone Saga is done. I just hope Thymborak is okay with those stones and doesn't get doesn't go crazy with them. 
and start killing people or something else. And I hope that whoever he ends up delivering to them gets them very quickly and destroys them or banishes them deep into their neverness or puts them in or throws them into a volcano or fires them into space or, or, or in some other way just puts them well out of the reach of everybody. Because if even if even soup can get corrupted by them, then there's pretty much then I don't think anyone's safe. I think even even the white great warrior seer might have difficulties with them. So, but what do we do next? What? to do next. Let's see. Well, there's an adventure in Mixbook called Three Words. But you know what? We've been... He's been talking about... Well, about that maze. Wackner's mad. Maybe next time it's time to actually start that adventure. You know what? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, and until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.